0: A radio show that confesses Christ
1: without confusing the law and the gospel. A radio show that takes Scripture seriously
2: without taking ourselves so seriously.
1: You're listening to Table Talk Radio. Is that
0: Jesus can return at any time. He's not waiting for a... Japanese nuclear power plant to melt down. No, he, he, the thing that's holding him back is his patience and love for lost humanity and nothing else. Uh, there, 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 There are no events that need to occur before Jesus comes back. And so seeing all the things that happen around us and saying, hey, hey, that means Jesus is coming. The answer is no, no, that's wrong. That's a wrong way of looking at it. Jesus can come at
2: any moment. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. And Luther says the only way... That uh, the pronoun "me" and God could be in the same sentence is by this verb "have mercy."
0: I've got—I've given myself the new nickname. I've thrown aside all the other accolades that you toss at me <laughs> so freely. Evan. Uh, yeah, they—they like, uh, they, they feel uh, like wine writer. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> what else am I? I? I can't remember. I can't remember them I'm all taking it a... They're just too <laughs> numerous.
2: <laughs> Taking the edge off of a root canal, you're listening to Table Talk Radio, everyone's favorite Lutheran theological game show.
0: Uh, hello, Evan. So are you ready to do some praise song crunching today? I, oh, am I ready?
2: It, what is the necessary preparation for the praise song cruncher?
0: Um, I've had four cups of coffee, and I'm in a fairly good mood.
2: Well, we'll be sure to ruin the latter in just in a bit. In other words,
0: I mean, I'm emotionally... I'm emotionally ready.
2: <laughs> you're emotionally vulnerable is what you are.
0: I, I'm looking up, uh, by the way, my buzzword in the Oxford English Dictionary right now. Oh, okay. You, you're Found looking... Found it. Okay. Found it. Don't worry.
2: Why don't you read it, then?
0: Uh, the, my buzzword for you today is charismatic.
2: Could you please use it in a sentence?
0: I'm, yes, it's very small sentence, though, because that my OED here is printed in about two-point font, so I have to kind of... Of or pertaining to Charism, the first occurrence in English is in in 1883 in Schaff's Religious Encyclopedia. Um, The church offices are impossible without charismatic endowment. Hmm. It's used later in eighteen eighty five the Pauline spirit of evangelical freedom and individual charismatic enlightenment okay i was I was suspicious that the word charismatic uh, of or pertaining to uh, the movement of the direct input of the Holy Spirit would be a new term, and I, so I think it is. So there's two ways that, because charisma just means, I mean, it's got two definitions. It means, on the one hand, and awesome, and on the other hand, directly inspired by the Holy Spirit. So if someone has a lot of charisma, you know, like, man, he's got nice hair, and he he attracts uh, attention, and oh, like stands in front of people to talk. Yeah, oh, okay. basically, you're the definition of charismatic, according to the original sense of the word. But it takes upon the idea of um, of being filled with the Holy Spirit, manifested in glossolalia or speaking in tongues, uh, or direct uh, the Holy Spirit working miracles through people, etc. It comes to have that uh, meaning in the last hundred and something years uh, from our definition there, uh, and probably it comes from the Greek uh, charis, which means gift or grace. So we have the different gifts, the different chari. Of the Holy Spirit, uh, and uh, and it's taken up into this uh, into this ism of uh, the charismatic movement. I'm by the way against all movements, including this one.
2: Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure you're not against all movements. <clears throat> you need some. Okay, my theological buzzword for you is uh, the fall. Uh, and this is a uh, a term that's usually uh, referring to the the first sin of uh, of Adam and Eve in in the Garden of Eden uh to eat from the tree which the Lord has commanded them not to eat uh, and so ever since then the world has been wrecked um, everyone after that has followed suit being born into sin and uh and, and cannot cannot please God in his flesh uh, so the fall is is your theological buzzword
0: nice. By the way, you still sound like you're recovering from our uh, awesome weekend there. I was just up in Oregon last week for uh, the 30th anniversary of Faith Rogue River, which was fantastic. Yeah, that was good. That was fun. The best part, I thought, didn't you? I think this is, you probably agree with me, the best part is when I got to stand up on, on stage and roast you. Um, I don't have much of a recollection of that. <laughs> we should get that hymn that I wrote for you and read it. I wonder. Yeah, I, pretty much I, I anything you
2: right. say after this point is going to be edited out, so you might as well not waste <laughs> your breath. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: so let's get to some emails. you have one there? I have about 20 emails. What email do you want me to read?
2: I don't know. I think they must send them to you. They know better now. So uh,
0: Because I read them or because I don't? I have one from... I got a couple... Pastor Charmley emails, want some of those? Sure. I was listening to show 1896, the discussion of the efficacy of the sacraments, and a question occurred to me, if the efficacy of baptism is founded on the word of the Trinity, does it follow that baptism performed by a liberal female ELCA pastor who believes that God is the father-mother, i.e. whose theology of the Trinity is heretical, is invalid? I know you use the example of Mormonism, but would not the same logic mean that any baptism conducted by a liberal who did not believe the creed but explains it away also be invalid? What, then, should those who were baptized in liberal churches do? Would it not be wise for them to find out what theology the person who baptized them was? Yours in Christ, Pastor Charmley. Now, I uh, oh then it says, Bethel Evangelical Free Church, formerly Hope Congregational Church, Hope Street, New Hall Street, Hanley, Stoke-on-Trent, England, UK, Europe, the world, space.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Thank Pastor Charman. Yeah. I I think so, by the way. I, I think that that his uh his line of reasoning there is solid. Um, that it's not just um the uh, uh the the Mormons that we're picking on or the Jehovah's Witnesses, but uh, the fact of the matter is, even if you claim yourself to be a Christian but hold to a heretical uh, doctrine of the Trinity. Um uh, then the then the baptism would not be would not be valid. Uh this would also be true for the uh oneness Pentecostals who deny Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, although uh, they claim themselves to be Christians. So uh this is
0: this is important. Um you, that, there is a there's a slight gap between, for example, the public confession of the church and the private confession of the person administering baptism, which but the problem, the point is here if you have some sort of goofball, you know, father Mother uh, spirit, or mother wisdom, earth, or whatever the libs do when they do their goofball <laughs> baptism, uh, then it puts the whole thing in question. Uh, so I, I also concur with you. And they, they and this has been a uh, thing for a long time because the the old liberals, the old kind of classic libs, were baptizing in the in the 19th century in the name of they said how did they say they said in the name of of, of wisdom, word, and light. I baptize you in the name of wisdom, in the name of the Logos, and in the name of the light, or something like this. And now everything's up for grabs, you know? Yeah. Good question, by the way. Yeah, that is. <laughs> we got another another Calvinist email, by the way. All right. Uh, from our OCB, official Calvinist blogger. Hey, radio clowns, see the apa- attached picture which a non-Calvinist friend sent to me and told me it was funny. I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> there's a and there the picture here is uh, of some cologne titled "Irresistible Grace" for elect men, John <laughs> Calvin Klein.
2: <laughs>
0: well, Reuben you... continues. Do you know anyone who specializes in explaining why things are funny? OCB. Well, Reuben, you came to the right place. <laughs> Uh, Evans here, so he can explain. Uh, no, you're
2: you're the uh, you're the dean of students there at the uh, the school of hilarity. So
0: go ahead. I wonder how the irresistible grace. I wonder what that thing smells like. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably that you. Uh, you know what? I bet the irresistible grace cologne here actually doesn't have any smell at all. Because it's secret. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing Irresistible Grace, but no one knows. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if you spray on the Irresistible Grace and uh, and it makes you blind. You know, so everything is now hidden. Or <laughs> <laughs> or Irresistible Grace, you spray it on and all the ladies come fawning over you and you have to act totally distant. <laughs> I don't know if I love you or not, and you'll never know either. Oh, boy. All right. Want some more emails? we got a ton of emails. We have enough, about one minute here. All right, here's one. Uh, Brandon writes, Uh, Dear Table Talk Radio hosts, I've been listening to your podcast since October 2012. I've never gotten around to sending you guys an email or anything of sort. I'm a 14-year-old homeschooler from California, and I have a couple suggestions for your show. First of all, some crunch requests. Can you crunch some songs by White Flag, by Passion, and Manifesto by the City Harmonic? I think the first one's very mystical, but the other doesn't seem too bad, at least not for me. You guys are the experts, Right. Right. Second, some church signs. During the year, I would carpool to a class and would always pass a certain church that always had a different sign. Here's just a couple. Jesus is life. The rest is details. Impress your mom. Go to church. Hope you guys can talk about these. By the way, I once listened to five of your shows in one day. I guess I throw off the average daily limit of shows, which is apparently .3. But Pastor Wolfmuller's calculations are probably off. Anyway, keep up. Start doing good work. Brendan, P.S. Love those Calvinist jokes. (laughs) <laughs> so do the Calvinists, Brendan. <laughs> all right, let's go to a
2: commercial break, and then uh, when we come back, we'll we have another another email or two to hit, and then we'll do some yeah, yeah. praise song crunching. So that's all up on Table Talk Radio. Uh, if you have a praise song for us to crunch, uh, send us an email, questions at tabletalkradio.org. Also, j- uh, check out the Table Talk Radio Android app on the Android. Uh, they don't call it the Android Market anymore. It's the Play Store. I don't know what that's uh, but table, if you search for Table Talk Radio, you ought to find the Android app. We'll be right back on Table Talk Radio.
1: It's not a radio show. It's a relationship. Stay tuned for more Table Talk Radio.
2: Welcome back to Table Talk Radio. A few more emails or maybe one or two before we get into the praise song crunching. Uh, if you have a question or comment for us, please send it to questions at tabletalkradio.org. All right, Pastor Wolfman, what do you have there?
0: I think, uh, we have, we still have this, uh, a couple, of, uh, church signs on the line from the last one. Where is that from Brandon, his first email, 14 year old homeschooler. Jesus is life. The rest is details. True or false? True. Impress your mom, go to church, true or false? False. Uh, I think, well, it depends on who your mom is, I guess. I think going to church to impress your mom has the advantage of keeping, well, how, how would this go? Uh, pretending to keep the third commandment in order to really keep the fourth commandment. But you're not, <laughs> uh, you're not keeping the fourth commandment just by
2: impressing your mom. It, it doesn't say impress father and mother. <laughs>
0: good thing for you (laughs) you listening dad (laughs) i think uh impress your mom go to church this is how about this you could honor your mom except for i don't know if going to church is honoring your mother there is a you know there is a connection here between the fourth commandment and the third commandment that i had never quite forged but i i see it all the time really is that the thing that burdens parents' consciences the most is their children who don't go to church. Mm-hmm. Is that not true? Yeah. Mm. So that's what this is realizing. Uh, and I bet you, I'm just going to suspect, I'm going to guess that that was a Mother's Day uh, church sign. Oh, yeah, you're right. Which leads you to a rant, doesn't it? Because weren't you just telling me how how uh, there's this great kind of... Uh, Non-reciprocity in the way that the churches celebrate Mother's Day versus Father's Day? Yeah. <laughs> non-reciprocity uh, of the parents. So Mother's Day is what? Uh, you go to an average church on Mother's Day, they're going to
2: say how wonderful motherhood is uh, and, and glorify mothers, as they should be. Um, and then you go into a church on Father's Day, and the sermon is about how uh, fathers need to do better and how to become a better father yeah just kind of speaking typically in the average the average Joe church you go to
0: I know I know fatherhood has fallen on hard times
2: now i i for my church um i use the uh the uh the prayers for the church that uh that the l c m s produces I usually edit them I don't usually just read them as they are but yes okay. um i I couldn't help but notice there was a nice beautiful prayer for for mothers on Mother's Day, but there was no such prayer
0: uh for fathers on Father's day every day's Father's day. <laughs> <laughs> we got another email from Canada, by the way. Remember oh, Canada! Can- hey, you- how was Canada, by the way? You Canada were there was recently. Awesome, man! I love Canada. You just Fantastic. see a moose? No moose. Where are the moose? I said. I thought, you know, I thought we were gonna have to dodge them when we landed the plane and stuff. But No. <laughs> Uh, I was right down the street from Moose Jaw. I didn't make it all the way over. I was just north of Regina uh, in Saskatchewan, and apparently Moose Jaw is 45 minutes down the road. Did you sing, Uh, oh, Canada? No, I I wanted to. I was humming it all the way in. Did you make use of the free health care? No, I did not get sick at all. Uh, I found, though, I just, my phone bill came yesterday, and I had turned my phone off and everything because it's ridiculous roaming charges, and I found that I must have dialed, made three phone calls from my pocket uh, somehow. So had some Canadian phone charges, you which <laughs> which I will dispute. But isn't that terrible? Yeah. Pocket dial when you're in Canada? Man, I better <laughs> turn my phone off when we go to Greece and Turkey here. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> what about Mounted Police? Whoops. You see any Mounted Police? No, no, Cana- no Mounties we spent the whole time in this uh Catholic retreat center talking about preaching to all the pa- uh Canadian uh pastors up there. And uh that was fan- those guys are great. They are just great. Anyway, uh, anyway. There's a couple Missouri Synod guys that drove up from the states and kind of, you know, soured things, but other than that, we got to get get in a nice debate about socialism. <laughs> Anyhow. Here's from Moose Jaw. Dear Pastors in Christ, Josh writes, uh, our Moosejavian listener, I was attending my brother-in-law's high school graduation from a Catholic school, so after, oh, Canada, there was an opening devotion and prayer from the resident priest and nun. The theme for the school year was, be salt for the earth, based on the words of Jesus. The extent of the quotation from Scripture where Jesus said, be salt for the earth. From there, it seemed to go wonky for me, which is perhaps one of my favorite words now, Josh wonky <laughs> let me write that down so i don't forget to use it maybe it'll be the buzzword man next you're here. so easily distracted <laughs> keep <wonky>. reading <laughs> i'm not generally a fan of adverbs is wonky an adverb <laughs> oh, they went back and forth talking about what being salt for the earth means saying that jesus calls some to be epsom salt healing our neighbors with our works calls some to be table salt adding a bit of uh, just adding a bit of uh, something to our, our just adding a bit of our works will change someone's life, and some to be seasoning salt because they are the spice of life. Please analyze this and explain to me why they felt so why it just felt so wrong to ponder and pray about finding what kind of salt we are. Sozete, Josh. Sozete means I think soapy uh, uh, in Greek. Is that right? Not soapy. Sozithé. I don't think so. It also might mean I am saved. Now, uh, uh, what? Uh, P.S. Did they even have seasoning salt in Jesus Day? I remember when I was in high school and I was starting to you know lead a
2: bunch of Bible studies and stuff with with my friends and and I really didn't know anything, so I had to fill all that in with like illustrations and things like that. So yeah, yeah uh, I think yeah. I bought like four or five books of just illustrations. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. I'd you know go to the topic that I wanted and then there there'd be a story and I could use a story and if the story didn't quite fit. I could change the details of the story. No big deal, right? Right. Um, I think this is how some people view the parables of Jesus. It's just a book of illustrations, and if I need to change it up a little bit, then I can do that. It doesn't really matter what... The uh, intended meaning is it's just an illustration for for my use to get whatever point I want to cross.
0: I can't believe you would think that anyone would do something like that. <laughs> the
2: the thing is that Jesus uses parables to communicate an objective truth, and uh, our job as as Christians who who teach and preach in the name of Jesus is to communicate and to proclaim the intended purpose that Jesus is using the parable. Um, And so if Jesus doesn't bring all these different kinds of distinctions of salt, then we ought not either.
0: I think that's right. Now, do you know if they had seasoning salt back in Jesus' day? I don't know that. I don't know that either. Okay, good. (laughs) I think you're right, by the way, of this thing here. Uh, I I think this kind of talk is a little bit wonky. (laughs) You just want to, That'll be my buzzword for you next show. Right that's wonky. I'm gonna use it. Wonky. I just want to find out what part of speech it is. I don't think it's an adverb. I think it's it's an adjective, yeah. See, I mean I was thrown off by the why, you know. the adverb would be wonkily. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. Oh missionary wonkiness. Well, are you ready to crunch some praise songs? Oh, yeah, man.
2: Okay, so I'm ready. the praise song crunchers can be found at our website at tabletalkradio.org. Uh, and here we ha- already have the-, the praise song cruncher 2.0. Is there going to be a 3.0 or maybe a 2.2
0: at least? Probably, out? just to keep you moving. Yeah. Gotta keep it, you got to You got to keep changing. you yep. got to change with the times. you got to keep up with the times. Praise song 2.0, it's not your grandfather's praise song cruncher. <laughs> we got to feel the spirit moving, so we've got to update the praise song <laughs> We could say it's not, your, it's not your older brother's uh, praise song cruncher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. It's not your two weeks ago, praise Song Cruncher. <laughs> uh,
2: so the first question of the pray Song Cruncher is, Jesus mentioned yes, no, and if yes, is it name or concept? And then we have mystical form, a 1 to 10 scale. Now, there there are two categories under mystical form. There's truth, like does a song use sentences with a subject, verb, and object, or sentence fragments? Uh, this is, by the way, the assertion that um, if you're not using sentences, you can't be making assertions. Is that true?
0: Um, I don't think... You See, I was trying to use a know. sentence fragment, but I accidentally oh. even said a sentence. Let me try it again. Uh, <laughs> perhaps yes or no. <laughs> okay, and then
2: the other uh, question of mystical form is repetition. <laughs> is the song repetitive, using the same phrases over and over?
0: The sentence is the lowest common denominator of truth. Right. How about that for an awesome sentence? Are you trying to start I've, a fire over there or what? Oh, sorry. Just keeping warm. Is it cold there? I'm trying to get stretched out for the old praise song. Oh,
2: okay. Because last last I checked, it was like 100 degrees in Colorado. It was. It cooled off
0: today. No problem. Oh, okay. I'm I'm still ready to go.
2: Number three, mystical content. Uh, Here we have five categories. Immediate, romance, loss of self, internal, subjective. Uh, Immediate is, does the song talk about an immediate experience of God, feeling, touching, seeing God directly? uh the romance question is would this song work in in a uh a poem to carry uh, number three the loss oh, of self yeah, that's right. does the song <laughs> talk about uh losing our identity, being lost in God absorbed, consumed engulfed internal is the action uh of the song of God inside of me, and then lastly on mystical content is subjective is the song about the things that God has done the objective or about me the subjective uh, once we get past number three, we have number four, law and gospel. Um, is the song proclaimed the law in its sternness and the gospel in its sweetness? The gospel is the, the promise of the forgiveness of sins, one for all through Jesus' death on the cross. Are law and gospel rightly divided and not mixed up? Is the law presented as something that we can do or does it show, uh, or does it show us our sins? And is the gospel conditional based on my actions, and decisions, and acceptance? Um, and so is this is yes, no, or I can't tell? And lastly, is there any explicit false teaching not already addressed, uh, here in the Praise Song Crusher? So, uh, that is the, uh, that, that's the, the criteria. And now we need to go to a commercial break. And after this break, we will be, uh, listening to a couple of praise songs. I, uh, uh, Happy Day and I Want the World to Know. We'll be right back on Tabletop right Don't waste your
1: money on
2: a new set of speakers you get Cheap pair of sneakers, next face, new wave,
1: dance great, anyways he still and gold to me. Table talk radio, it's like spinach. We know you don't want to, but it's good for you.
2: It's the moment we've all been waiting for halfway point of the show you have less to endure than you did before it's like the theater totter we're heading downhill now i have an email here from a pastor in uh silly texas where's silly texas you know know. you're from texas silly Silly? how do you spell it s-e-a-l-y
0: S E A L Y. I'll check it out right now. Don't worry. Okay. So uh, I thought I thought you were from Texas. I am. There's a l- Texas is a big place. Hmm. I don't know if you knew that.
2: All right. So a pastor in uh, Silly, it's Texas. Like Twenty or
0: thirty us... towns there.
2: It's hard to keep track. <laughs> he says I have a song that I'd like to submit for crunching. I don't know if this is the correct avenue for submission or not. It is, by the way. Uh, questions at TableTalkRadio.org. Um, even if it passes, he says it drives me nuts. So this is a uh, Happy Day by Tim Hughes.
1: Life eternal, you have
2: won the day Shouting out, Jesus is alive He's alive All right, it continues, forever I am changed. When I stand in that place, free at last, meeting face to face, I am yours, Jesus, you are mine. Endless joy, perfect peace, earthly pain, finally will cease, celebrate Jesus is alive, he's alive. And then uh, the bridge, and then, oh, what a glorious day, what a glorious way that you have saved me. Oh, what a glorious day, what a glorious name. So That is a song, "Happy Day" That's by Tim weird.
0: Hughes. How come it ends like that?
2: What a glorious name!
0: What a glorious day! What a glorious name!
2: Huh? All that right. Doesn't seem to fit. Is Jesus mentioned?
0: Yes, Jesus is mentioned. I am yours, Jesus. You are mine.
2: Okay. Uh, is it? What about mystical
0: form? Does it use sentences of subject, verb, and object? Yeah, interesting. Here, there's some sentence fragments like this. Uh, Endless joy, perfect peace. Earthly pain will finally cease. See what I get it now. I get it. I, I see what's happening. Celebrate Jesus is alive. He's alive. So it, it, this is, song is. I, I, it took me a little while. It's sometimes slow on the uptake. But uh, what's, what's happening here is it's talking about, of course, the resurrection of Jesus, but then it switches somehow in the middle to talking about the resurrection of us. It kind of mashes those two together, which I think is probably theologically fine because Jesus is the first fruits, so his resurrection means our resurrection. So, the greatest day in history, death is beaten, you've rescued me, the empty tomb, etc. That's the day of Jesus, and then it, and then it will say, "When I stand in that place," wait, 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 wait. Oh, happy day! I'll never be the same. Forever, I am changed. Now, I thought that was talking about the mystical internal transformation sort of thing, but I actually think that that might be when this switches to talking about the resurrection. When I stand in that place free at last, meeting face to face, I think that's uh talking hmm. about the resurrection of the flesh. Hmm. Endless joy, perfect peace, earthly pain will finally cease. That see now that would be that that would be true that little line would be true when we enter into the intermediate state, that is when our body and soul are separated. Wait, which line? Endless joy perfect peace earthly pain will finally cease okay
2: yeah so not necessarily uh, upon the resurrection
0: resurrection although I think that's actually probably what it's talking about although I'm not hundred percent sure so but it's true uh, also of the resurrection we should probably say yeah, also the resurrection when even our bodies now cease to I mean because when we die our soul is the our soul is the part of us that feels the pain of the body you know. It's kind of weird to think about, so when your soul loses its body, it can't feel the pain of the body anymore, although if it could, it would probably hurt to be dead and things but um uh but then when you get your body back in the resurrection, then your body you know doesn't even have any more dying to do, which would be great. then it goes back to the resurrection of Jesus, celebrate Jesus is alive, he's alive. oh, what a glorious day, what a glorious way that you have saved me now, the glorious day. Now, at the end, I'm not sure if it's the day of the resurrection of Jesus or the day of the resurrection of us. To celebrate Jesus is alive. He's alive. Mystical form. What's high? I mean, what's but a lot of mystical ten, form? Ten is
2: very very mystical.
0: I'm going to say seven on this guy. Okay. Just because it's so, hard. I to... mean, for repetitive and for lack of clarity.
2: Okay. What about uh, mystical content? Let's first talk about immediate. Does the song talk about an immediate experience of
0: God? Mm, Yeah, although if it's understood in the context of the resurrection, I think it's all right. Free at last, meeting face-to-face. I'm yours, Jesus, you are mine. I think that's talking about... See, the the nice thing about that little line here in this, it says, when I stand in that place. So the when is referring to something in the future. Yeah, I think it is, anyways. In other words, it's not saying... We are standing now face to face in the resurrection. So the mystical, the mystics will oftentimes take um, uh, references to the uh, what you may call it, uh, heavenly divine glory, and they'll p- put it into their worship service. They'll mystify it because that's their theology of worship. They'll, yeah. I don't a hundred percent know if that's what's happening here or not. I don't think it is. It talks about the past. You wash my sins away. The, I'm trying to answer this question: Is this in, is this immediate? Have you, by the way, offered this this free service to praise songwriters?
2: The, theological Review?
0: No, I should. Yeah, yeah.
2: If, you, if you're if you're a praise songwriter and you need a pastor to review your song, send it to Pastor Wolf
0: Yeah, that's right. I'm here for you, guys. I'm here for you. I don't know how this goes on the inter on the immediacy thing. What do you think? Well, the
2: only, the only line that stuck out to me was the one you've already mentioned. Um, free at last, meeting face-to-face. But as you also already mentioned, if that is talking about the Day of Resurrection, that uh, that would not be
0: uh, a problem. Um, See, if, it's t- if it, the, the, I would expect a praise song to say, when I stand in this place, free at last, meeting face-to-face. That would be whacked out. That would be wonky mysticism but it doesn't. It says, when I stand in that place, free at last meeting face to face. I wonder, you know what I wonder? I I wonder if we could find uh, this song um, being sung live, and I wonder if the praise song leaders would change that line from when I stand in that place to when I stand in this place. I'd put money on the fact that that happens more often than not. All right, how much? Two dollars. Okay. Okay. So if you find it, I owe you $2. <laughs> and if I don't find it, then
2: you forget about it. Nope. Is that how that works? We'll talk about it next week. Okay. Uh, I already took a, a bunch of your money. <laughs>
0: Win. Oh the
2: poker. I, I love I love playing poker with Pastor Wolfmiller. That's, that's one of ridiculous. that's my new favorite thing.
0: This is too dumb to be bluffed off a bad hand.
2: <laughs> Anyhow. He thought he'd intimidate me with this him going like I, I ended up in four dollars in on
0: the. I ended up on the positive on that night, by the way. The <laughs> listeners will be glad to know. Thirty cents in the plus. <laughs> Which I I put in the offering at church the next
1: day. (laughs)
2: Thanks. (laughs) Thanks for giving us your gambled money.
0: (laughs) What's the next question here? We're stuck on this one. You've got to keep on moving. Okay, romance. Can you sing this to Carrie? Uh, I am yours, Carrie. You are mine. Endless joy, perfect peace, earthly pain. ah, Celebrate Carrie is alive. That didn't quite work. Some of it works. Empty cross, empty grave, life eternal, you have won the day. Shout it out, Carrie is alive. No, that definitely doesn't work.
2: Are you saying Carrie's not alive?
0: Oh, she's alive, but she isn't. <laughs> alive from the grave, no. It would be really, I don't know if i want to try that one. You're alive! You've risen! <laughs>
1: oh, Slack. you're
2: such a sweetheart.
0: <laughs> yeah, so not, so not so much on this one. Okay, what about loss of self? mm-hmm oh yeah that's a good that's always a good mystical question earth no no it's not here though oh that you have saved me what a glorious name that's still a weird line forever i am changed that's probably be this i'm never the same forever i am changed that's one of these things it's not a loss of self it's a change of self old school all right, let's take a break right there, and we get
2: back. We'll be asking the internal question: Is is the action of the song of God inside of me? And also the subjective question: Is the things that God has done objective or subjective? You're listening to the Praise Song Cruncher only on Table Talk Radio. We'll be right back after this break.
1: Table Talk Radio. After a while, you just get used to it.
2: Good news. Only 12 more minutes of Table Talk Radio. Uh, At last. Yes. So okay, so now we are we are crunching the song Happy Day by Tim Hughes. This is a apparently an Easter song, or at least a song about the resurrection. We think. Uh, now we're at the question of internal: is the action of God, or is the action of God in the song inside of me?
0: Sealy, Texas, by the way, I found out is about one fourth of the way between Houston and San Antonio on I-10. Ah, there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Now, internal or external? I thought we answered that question already. Did we not? We did not. We were talking about loss of self, internal. Oh, internal. No, this, again, is not particularly internal. I mean, endless joy, perfect peace, earthly pain, that's kind of... But, I mean, they talk about the death of Jesus. Death is beaten. You've rescued me. Sing it out. Jesus is alive. That's okay. Empty cross, empty grave, external stuff. Life eternal. You have won the day. That's all sentence fragments, though. So the
2: next question is objective and subjective, which is a similar thing. So where would you mark this on the mystical
0: content, 10 being very mystical? It's not a particularly <laughs> mystical song. It should be higher than it is. In mystical form, I mean, do you got those sentence fragments there? Empty cross, empty grave, life eternal, you have won the day. Now that that is a disaster of a sentence because you you would be tempted to read it like the you there is the empty cross and the empty grave or life eternal but of course the you is jesus uh so you have a you have a what's that called the you a pronoun yeah you have a pronoun with no with the proper noun no. never mentioned oh and in fact the proper noun is mentioned in the next part uh, you's not a pronoun it's uh, it's a, it's a second
2: person uh, let's see Oh, yeah, I guess it's a second person pronoun, right? Yeah, yeah, pronoun, right. Uh, let's see. We just you just gave a what was your rating for the mystical content?
0: Uh, mystical content.
2: I didn't do that yet. Okay. What's your mystical, what's your rating for mystical content?
0: <laughs> I don't. It should be more mystically, but it's not that mystically. So mystical content, I'm gonna say three. All right. What about long gospel? Ooh. Okay. There's mention of sin in here. You washed my sin away. Death is beaten. You have rescued me. The idea that we have to be rescued. Jesus is alive. Wash my sin away. I'll never be the change. I'm forever changed. Okay, okay. Yeah. Earthly pain. So there's some law stuff, and then there's some gospel stuff. Death is beaten. You have rescued me. Sing it out. Jesus is alive. It's gospel. I'll never be the same. You have this kind of revivalistic idea that... I mean, but it's true that the death of Jesus changes us. Easter makes a difference. It's kind of revivalistic to, you know, kind of highlight that as the main thing. But, yeah, I mean... I'm changed rather than God's changed. But it's not wrong. Right? I mean, we're just kind
2: of wondering what the nature of this change... I mean, if they're trying to say that I'm changed into no longer sinning anymore, that's...
0: Not one hundred percent clear. Yeah. What a glorious day that you saved me! Oh, what a glorious day! What a glorious name! That still is kind of a weird line. I don't understand. It doesn't rhyme. It doesn't. Something weird about that line. Do you know what I'm talking? Looking at the last line there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. I can't. Something's going on in that line. I can't put my finger on it. But there's some law and gospel, and I don't think it's confused or confounded. Okay, any other explicit false teaching? Uh, No. No, no.
2: Okay, so is this song crunched?
0: Well, it is, but just barely. Did you see how it got crunched because of the mystical form, because Mm -hmm. of the lack of clarity? Uh, The switching between the resurrection of Jesus and our resurrection without any mention of it, the number of sentence fragments that are here, uh etc that's that's what crunched the song not necessarily the content when we could get our heads around the content it wasn't too bad all right so that's
2: crunched uh let's see we have another email here it says uh this is an email from Daniel he says i love the show well love is a strong word tolerate is possibly more accurate <laughs> anyway i, I was wondering <laughs> <laughs> i was wondering if uh, you could crunch um I think it's how you pronounce it, Twilla? Or Twila Twila Twila. Twilla.
0: What? Twilla? You don't know who Twilla Paris is? No. You are a Ninkin poop. Okay. Cultural ninny.
2: Twila. Uh Twila Paris. I want the world to know. So Twyla. here.
0: <laughs> you're gonna be okay over there? Yeah, let's hear some Twila Paris. Oh brother. <laughs>
2: To the broken, you bring healing to the heart of stone. Revealing, uh, we are all we need. All we need. You are. You frin- are all we need. Okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, you amazing. are friendship to the lonely, the forever one and only. You are all we need. All we need. I want the world to know. The story must be told. I want the world to know the truth. I want the world to know there is one shining hope. I want the world to know you uh you are love, where there is hatred, you are life, and you are sacred. you are all we need, all we need. I want the world to know the story must be told. I want the world to know the truth, I want the world to know there is one shining hope I want the world to know all right, so there's a the song- like an old school praise
0: song, yeah, when was this written uh I don't know within your era, apparently, it's a bunch of uh I've never heard it before, but you know this kind of uh push to missions is you know it, uh you hear so many sermons like this, they'll be, well, if they're Lutheran, law, gospel, mission. You know how that goes? Uh, you're a big sinner. Jesus died for you. Now go tell everyone about it. That's the uh, gospel imperative at the end. Mm. And, th- and there's that kind of thing with evangelicalism. Hey, we got to, you know, we the biggest thing to do is that we need everyone to know. And this song kind of has this. I, I want the world to know. So that's the driving thing. There's something. That I know, and I want everyone else to know it. Now, to figure out what that thing is, is a little bit tricky. Okay, is Jesus mentioned? Oh, you're going right for the jugular, aren't you? Only cause the we answer have a, is Only because we have no. a minute 40 here. Jesus not mentioned. Okay, what about. There's uh, a lot of yous, which you might assume is Jesus, but there's no indication that this you is Jesus. Could be Allah or Zeus. Yeah. Mm. Okay, what about mystical form? Oh, yeah, Fantastically Mystical. So tons of repetition and a lot of uh, sentence fragments like this. Uh, oh, where did this go? Uh, I, to the heart of stone revealing, not a sentence. Uh, forever, one and only, not a sentence. Um, uh, there's a couple more like that. Uh, mystical content. Um, we have
2: immediate uh, romance, loss of self, internal, subjective you are
0: all we need. Uh, that's this kind of you have to friendship to the lonely. A little bit there. One shining hope, etc., uh, etc. Cetera, et cetera. A little bit, halfway on that. So a five. Yeah. What did
2: you What did you give for mystical form? Nine, ten. Uh,
0: nine and a half. Nine and a half. Whoa. I mean, put, ni- put nine there. I mean, it could have been all sentence fragments. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> we'll rejoice in the one sentence we had. All right. Law and gospel.
0: No, hmm, hmm. There's these contrasts. Bread, hunger, desert, thunder, which is a weird one. What does that mean? In the desert you are thunder? <laughs> Ba-boom. <laughs> I guess that means you are the kind of thing that comes before the rain. But you are, in the desert you are rain didn't rhyme. Ah, there I mean, it there is. Peace when men would riot. In the turmoil there is quiet. What does that even mean? It tries to do law and gospel, doesn't quite get there. All right. So is this one crunched? It's crunched, indeed. It is crunched.
2: All right. If you have a praise song for us to crunch, send it to questions at Table Talk Radio or call it in 1-800-385-SOLA, 1-800-385-7652. Thanks for listening to this edition of Table Talk Radio.
0: Where the points are like how good Adam and Eve are after the fall. <laughs>
1: You've been listening to Table Talk Radio. You don't Talk even Radio. remember that was the buzzword, the do you? On I The show that of the hosts and do not reflect the views or opinions of I'll explain station. why my thing we was We would like so your feedback on today's word, show. So you, Call I us toll free, like 1-800-385-SOLA. That's one 800 sola Or send us an email, questions at tabletalkradio.org. You can listen again to this show or any of our past shows on our website, tabletalkradio.org. Thanks for listening and tune in again next time through Table Talk Radio.